Welcome back to The Real Estate Voice with Barb Schlinker. I'm Richard Randall. It's the weekly radio show that informs and educates you on how to buy or to sell real estate. Barb Schlinker is the owner of Parker St. Clair Realty. She has a wonderful team, brought part of that team down with her today. Uh, Amy Ebert is joining us as well. And, and let's talk about homes that didn't sell. For one reason or another, there's been an expired listing on them, Barb. You know, it's interesting. Lately, we've been getting more and more calls of people that are really frustrated with their home not selling. And most agents, the only answer is it's price too high. But that's not always the reason. Um, in fact, sometimes it is the reason, occasionally. But in this hot market, if you are priced appropriately and you're in decent condition, it should, it should go. Um, there are some dangers of overpricing, though, because... You know, if you price too high, if you're aiming too high above what the market is saying, then the buyers are going to either not see it or they're going to recognize it and think, oh, they want too much. They, they won't even pick it to be shown. Isn't that true if, if it's overpriced? And I agree 100%. You have to have a home that's priced right. Yeah, so, so they're kind of afraid of that. Um, and the first two weeks that you go on the market is critical because um, that's when the market really responds to a new listing on the market. Um, so buyers are looking always for the best homes in their price range. And if it's overpriced, they may not even see it because I mentioned before that buyers are searching in increments and many of the websites are set up in under 300. Usually it's 25,000 increments above 300. It's $50,000 increments. So if you are priced just above your increment, for, quote, negotiating room, they won't even see it. Well, and I wanted to ask you about that negotiating room because as a, uh, a home buyer and, and a seller, the person is out there saying, but I want to get as much money as I can, and I can always negotiate down if I don't meet that price. But if people aren't even coming to look at your house because they think it's out of their price range, there's no negotiation if they can't look at the house, right. or they, they're not willing to, I should <laughs> say. So our homes in this market are selling for, on average, over 99% of the asking price. So if they give too much negotiating room, it, it will just get passed by completely. The buyers will think, oh, you overpriced. An example, we just had one of our listings. It's a ranch over an old farm, really nice established neighborhood. Home was in great condition. We priced it to market, you know, at kind of at the top of the comps, the com the recent comparable sales ranged between 325,000 and 363,000. The highest one um, had acreage and views, so we didn't have that. So we priced just under that at 359. And over the Memorial Day weekend, we got six offers and it sold for 21,000 over asking price. That is a so wonderful, oh my gosh. You'll make more outcome. money if you price to market. Then, you know, the national statistics are if you overprice and then slowly walk the price down, you will net less. And buyers will think there's something wrong, right? Isn't that the impression? That's, that's exactly the impression. If a house has been sitting on the market for 60 days, people don't understand why. Our market's right. hot. Right. If your house is sitting and you're slowly bringing down a price, yeah. there must be something wrong. Right. Or they'll wait until it gets really low. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
Um, another thing that could cause it not to sell is um, we're finding now, and HGTV didn't help us very much, they're expecting move-in ready. They're even expecting beautiful sometimes, which you can't get that in every price range, and it's really not required in every price range. But on balance, most buyers in any price range, they don't either have the resources to update homes or um, they don't want to spend their time and money on updating homes. They just want to move in, drop their stuff, and get on with their lives and, and enjoy living there. Isn't that true? Yes, it is yeah. true. They really do want a home that they can just move into. Right. And, and so, a, lot of, a lot of what home buying expectations are is driven by what people see on television. I know we're going to talk about that uh, in the coming weeks, about the difference between what you see on television and, and what the reality is. Because uh, as a former trial attorney, people had expectations of what court was like or what going to trial was like. It wasn't always like it was on television. Well, along those lines, when it comes to you know the, the condition of a home and the Comparison between what people see on HGTV, what's the biggest misconception, do you think, especially uh, in, in different price ranges? I, I just think that most buyers expect it to be very, very updated. And that's not always the case. And it just depends on the price point. You know, in the for us, what would you say, under 350 now is red hot? Is that kind of your feeling? Mm-hmm. Really is right now. Yeah. So under three fifty, they're not necessarily expecting Corinthian leather and granite I, and everything looking all modern and fresh. But as long as it's you know neat and tidy, move-in ready, where where there doesn't appear to be any deferred maintenance, because because as agents are showing, a lot of times they'll point out things that hey, you have to factor this into your budget that you're going to have to update X or buy X, or the buyers themselves will say, oh well, I really want you know, stainless steel appliances or something like that. So it's it's unfortunate that the TV has made people think that they're going to get these fancy updated homes in every price range. And it's not always true. But as long as they're they're nice and moving ready, it's not a problem. Well, and we had talked earlier about properties and, and people having <clears throat> expectations of those properties. Uh, when, it, when it comes to doing work on, on property before it goes on sale, we've talked about this before. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the idea is, well, if I put $20,000 into a, a bathroom, then I'll get that money back most certainly. And that's usually not the case. No, and it's kind of surprising that um, basements in particular, you really won't get the money out of it, finishing out a basement. Um, But it it does affect the home's value. So if you just have a little bit to finish it, it's okay. But doing a full-on basement finish, you won't net the money. Um, Things like bathrooms, kitchen, typically over time you'll get the money. But I, I don't know if I would do it just to like if you have tile counters in the kitchen and the grout looks really tired you know most buyers are kind of going to go ooh right they're just going to time to replace it yeah. yeah and so now you know it's the the really pretty solid surface counters are pretty reasonable right. so you can get that done for you and it, it's just that little thing flooring Kitchen counters, everything neat and tidy will be enough to really get a bit more on your house. Well, and, so. and the beauty is is that they can talk to you, and the earlier they talk to you, you can tell them this is a simple fix here, this is a simple fix here. You do or don't need to do this, and right. and people aren't walking in on a on trying to buy a project because that's a special person who wants to buy or flip a, and have something that is a project itself. Yeah, it's interesting. I had a somebody years ago was a 
they used to be like an asset manager for bank-owned homes, and we do still sell some bank-owned homes, not very many anymore. Um, and he said, look, if there's anything that needs to be updated, a buyer is going to make an offer three or four times less than what it costs to do that update. So it's an exponential number. If it costs $3,000 to put in new carpet, their offer, if they make an offer, is going to be 12000 less. Wow. So you really want to, it's, it's some little updates are worthwhile to do. And, and we have a whole kind of checklist and we bring in stagers and go room by room and we talk about all those things. Some of the things that put buyers off, like dramatic paint, something simple a buyer could yes. do. Um, they hate gold, gold brass fixtures. Isn't that true? That seems to be deal breaker to most buyers anymore. I think it just reminds them of the age of the home. Yeah. It's funny how just little things like something like gold or brass hardware or brass light fixtures, which is relatively inexpensive to update, would just turn a buyer away. I was surprised to find out those old-fashioned backstage lights where you have a strip of five or six of them. Hollywood lights. Hollywood lights are all over the place. But that's why you doing an inspection and advising people early on can make such a big difference. Right. Yeah, we'll walk through and we'll go room by room. Okay, in this price point, you should do X. You don't need to do that. You know, we'll tell them what to do, what not to do to get their home ready for sale. The number is 719-301-2461. You're listening to Barb Schlinker. I'm Richard Randall, of course, and and Barb's guest uh, right now is Amy Ebert. The phone number again for Barb Schlinker and Parker St. Clair Realty is 719-301-2461. Yeah, and, and some of the other things that could cause a home not to sell, and we, we see this pretty often, are, are the, um, is the marketing. So there's a lot of agents that just think taking some pictures with their iPhone is good enough, and they slap it up on the MLS. And wh- what are the buyers saying when they see that stuff, Amy? I don't even think that they say anything. When we send out listings to people and they see bad photos... They pass on that. Right. They won't even look at the home. I had that happen with one of my buyers. I sent her a listing for two months, and I knew that it fit her criteria, but because the photos were so bad, she didn't want to go look at the home. Wow. Finally, another home went on the market, and it was multiple offers, and I knew it was the same floor plan. She didn't get that one, but I finally said, let's go look at this house. Walked in, and it was prettier than the other one. Wow. But you would have never known by the photos. Yeah. Don't do that to the seller. Yeah, it's you not fair. You need to pre- represent their home correctly. Yeah, and, and it's buyers do illuminate homes online first, and they you can't get them in the door if you, if you don't get the love word from photos. So we see a lot of marketing mistakes or agents giving the wrong impression. Like I have one right now that the former agent was marketing it as backing to a golf course, but... There was a house stuck right between between them and the golf course. So when the buyers got there, they're like, well, it doesn't back to it. They're disappointed. Oh, my gosh, yes. So, well, and if you're going to be misled on that, then a person's going to say, what else are you going to mislead me on? Right. And and the other thing, too, is, you know, a lot of buyers think that they can find any home online. But we, we always have an inventory of homes coming soon that we're offering to our buyers that we kind of give them insider access to what's coming. But but pictures do matter. You know, I've got some pictures here of kind of a before and after where uh, this one agent took these really bad photos of this home. It, and the price point was under 250 
though that price point should fly off the shelf right and last summer they had a hundred showings but no offers and it was a beautiful house it was completely remodeled with granite new updated bathrooms everything so he called me and said barb what am i doing wrong i'm like well let's start with the photos number one number two is it was vacant so we actually inserted just some pieces because the main level living room looked so long and narrow, empty. But we put furniture in, and then buyers could visualize what, how you use the room. And it ended up a week after we listed, we got an offer, 10000 over asking price. And uh, that buyer wasn't even up against competition. He just didn't want to miss out on getting the home. Well, and I can vouch for you because we've got, uh, I've got a, a friend that found themselves in a situation much like this where their home, beautiful home, uh, Crystal Park, hadn't moved for a year. They had had a couple of different uh, people listed and they had no traction, not a single offer. You had a showcase over one weekend and sold. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> We're going to take a short break. Uh, we're talking with uh, Barb Schlinker, Parker St. Clair Realty. You're listening to The Real Estate Voice with Barb Schlinker. When we come back, we're going to be talking about some of the hot listings and what's coming up this month for buyers as well. And if you're a baseball fan, you want to stay tuned. Barb's got a special treat for you when we come back. 